Hey guys, I want to welcome you back to my series on how to master your goals. I want to come alongside you and teach you, empower you, equip you to set a goal and really see it all the way through. So if you want more information on how to master your goals, you're going to want to get a copy of my book, Enforcing Purpose, or you can go to my website and take the online course. But today we are going to be talking about SMART goals. Now, a lot of us have heard that terminology before, the acronym SMART. We're going to delve into that. But first, let's review some of the things that we have discussed in this uh, series. We have talked about the why. Why do we set goals? Biblically, what does God say to us about goals? Is it even, is, is it even a biblical concept? We talked about the seven benefits to goal setting and why um, goal setting benefits you and keeps you connected to your purpose, keeps you connected to your passion, it keeps your intrinsic motivation stirred up. We also then talked about the difference between goals, visions, and purposes, oh my, helping to define what is the difference between a goal, a vision, and a purpose. We learned in there that our goals are actually the building blocks that help build us towards a vision that is connected to our purpose. And then we talked about how to dream big, talking about that narrative, really thinking big, and how do I then begin to set goals based on the bigger vision. So today we're going to break it down and we're going to talk about SMART goals. And one of the first things I want to tell you, it's not a part of the acronym SMART, but one of the SMART things that you should be doing in regard to your goals is writing those goals down. Now, writing your goals down helps to clarify and clearly define what you want. It gives you the what, it gives you the when, it gives you the how. It eliminates any wiggle room because if you're setting a good goal and you're writing it down, it's going to be specific and it gives you the bullseye. In some regard, uh, writing down your goals helps predetermine what you've already decided in details um, that you're going to do. It helps you navigate your days instead of being navigated by your days. It helps you live more intentionally um, without distraction. The Bible says, catch for yourself the little foxes that spoil the time in the vineyard. When we write down our goals, it eliminates that wiggle room for distraction that would steal the fullness of your day, the fruit of your day, the intentionality of your day. So we want to write down our goals. The other lovely thing about writing down your goals, and this is my favorite thing, is we get to check things off. We get to see that measurement and celebrate. It is so much a part of who we are that we should be celebrating our progress, really um, encouraging ourselves as we see things that we've written down and how we are accomplishing them. So we want to be, remember that it is important as we're setting our SMART goals that we are writing them down. That is step number one that makes your goal SMART. Now let's talk about this um, acronym SMART. A lot of us have heard of it. It's S-M-A-R-T. We're going to be breaking those down um, and uh, in talking more specifically about what they stand for. Now the word S means specific. It stands for when I'm setting a goal, I want to be specific. Now we talked a little bit about the difference between a habit goal and an achievement goal. Um, when we talked about the building block of a goal versus a vision. A lot of times what happens is, is we have kind we think we are setting a goal and it's actually a vision. So we want to be very specific. Specific does not mean I'm going to include more. It actually means I'm going to narrow the goal down so that it becomes more focused. It becomes a bullseye. So for example, if I say a goal is to read more books in 2021, that is not very specific. 
I want my goal to be very specific. Um, and we're going to be talking about as we go on the S-M-A-R-T, you're going to see how we're going to narrow down this goal. M is measurable. So going back to, I want to read more goal or I want to read more books in 2021. I want to make it measurable. How many books do I want to read? What kinds of books do I want to read? When do I plan on reading these books? I would also add in there, why? Why do I want to read the books? Which might answer the question, what kinds of books do I want to read? Because I want to have an intrinsic motivation. I want to feel naturally motivated to fulfill this goal. So for me, I'm not going to feel motivated to read goals on accounting or books on accounting. Uh, I, that has nothing to do with my purpose. It's not connected to my heart. Um, and so I would most likely fail in setting that goal because there's no intrinsic motivation in me. So I'm just giving you examples of when we're setting something specific and measurable. Now we're going to add the A. The A is actionable slash achievable. Okay. So it has to be both actionable, but also achievable. So actionable, I want you to think about action verbs. Things that something that I can do. Um, so this means the goal is something that actually activates action. It requires me to engage in something and to actually do something. This is the difference between having a having a goal and having a dream. Um, and so a dream is just something that I have in my mind, is something that I have in my heart, whereas a goal is something that I begin to turn into action so that I can achieve the dream or I can achieve the vision. So I want it to be actionable. I also want it to be achievable. So a lot of times when I'm with my clients, we set their assignments, which are their goals for their week, and we will say, do we feel like it's specific? Is it measurable? Usually because they're meeting back with me in a week, it is automatically measurable because I'm saying, this is what I want you to accomplish in the week. But I also will ask them, does that seem doable? In other words, does it seem achievable? Is this, um, is this realistic for your lifestyle right now? So let me give you an example. Um, I am a mom. I have six children. They're not all in my house anymore, but at one time they were in my house. I was homeschooling schooling all of them. And so it would have been an unrealistic goal for me to have said, um, I want to write um, one book a month for the, for the entire year. Uh, first of all, that's not really super specific. Um, I would want to narrow that down, but it also would not be an achievable goal. It would not be a realistic goal. I'm setting myself up for failure. So it's important that after you set a goal that you ask yourself, does this seem achievable? Um, the opposite is true as well. We don't want it to be too easy, meaning it's very easily achievable. So a lot of times when I give a client uh, a goal and I say, does that seem doable or achievable? And they're like, oh, absolutely. I can have it done tonight then I know I can add some things because we have an entire week to work towards the vision that they're trying to accomplish that's connected to their purpose. So I might add some things, add some goals to make sure that every day they're moving towards that vision that we are working towards together. So specific, measurable, actionable, but also achievable. The R is also two words. I want my goal to be relevant. Now we've talked a lot about the relevance to our purpose. Again, I'll give the example of an accounting course or reading an accounting book. That would not be relevant to me. But when I'm saying relevant, I'm also talking about relevant to the season that you're in. So let me go back to the example of when I was at home with all of my kids and I was homeschooling them. I've always had a vision for being um, a national speaker, for writing books, 
but that was not the season. Um, it would not have been um, a good goal for me to have said, well, I want to start pursuing national speaking while I have six small children at home. So even though that was a part of my purpose, that particular goal would not have been relevant to that season. Now, researching, starting to build myself, maybe taking some speaking courses, those kinds of things were not just um, relevant to my purpose, but they were relevant to the season I was in. So they were also achievable and doable. So just giving you some examples of what relevant mean, means. I also not only want it to be relevant, but I also want it to be risky. Now, this is my favorite part of the SMART acronym. You often won't hear the R being risky. I've kind of added that in because I want us to leave room for the Holy Spirit in our lives. So I want a goal to be specific, measurable, actionable and achievable, relevant, but risky. Meaning it's a little bit outside what I feel like I could accomplish in the natural and it's going to require me to put a demand on the Holy Spirit in my life. I like to tell people that there is a super on your natural and you won't experience your super until you get to the end of your natural. This goes back to what we were talking about in some of the other episodes when we were talking about the slightly discomfort to delusional goals because we want to put a demand on the supernatural move, our supernatural gifts. I want to get to the end of my capacity in the natural um, and I want to get into my capacity in the spirit. And that's why I'm going to set goals that are just slightly risky. Um, I also happen to be a seven on the Enneagram, so I like the adventure of a risky. If you are, um, if you are a planner, if you are an investigator, if you are somebody who is really into analyzing, that risky aspect is probably going to be a little bit challenging for you. Um, because risk means I might fail. I might have set a, a goal that's maybe a little bit too big. Um, but I want you to fear, feel some freedom in failure um, because the, our goals are a little bit fluid. Um, when we come back each week and take a look at our goals, we're going to ask ourselves, what did I accomplish? What did I not accomplish? Why didn't I accomplish those? And there's freedom there to say, hey, this goal was too big or this goal was too small or this goal wasn't relevant to what we're trying to accomplish. That's not failure because as long as we're progressing and we're moving forward, remember it's more about the journey than it is about the destiny. So we're learning, we're character building, we're growing on the inside despite what's going on on the outside. So I want to encourage you all, this was not in my notes, but I want to encourage you that it is okay to fail because if you are walking with the Lord and he, he the Bible says that all things are working together for your good. So if you're growing and you're allowing your trials, your tribulations, your failures to groom you and mature you and bring you into greater character, you're discovering more about who you are, you're discovering more about what makes you tick and what takes you off, then that's not a failure. Okay, so I want you to feel free to set a slightly risky goal and you may be too risky and maybe you fail and you don't accomplish that goal, that's okay. That's just a part of the process. Okay, so let's move on. So we've talked about specific, we've talked about measurable, actionable, but also achievable, relevant, but also risky. And I want us to talk about timetabled. So meaning there's a deadline, there's a specific time as to which I want to get this goal accomplished. Again, when I'm working with comp uh, clients, I will say, does this seem doable? Does this seem relevant? Uh, does this feel exciting to you, which is that risky element? And then I will say, when do you think you might have that done by? 
What do we feel like is a viable time timetable, a viable deadline by which you want to have this done by? Um, so this creates a sense of urgency. It also kind of removes uh, that wiggle room. Uh, it keeps you from uh, putting on the back burner to tomorrow what you could be and what you should be and what you want to be doing today. Now, remember, our goals are set to free us, not to enslave us. So goals may you may find that your goals may need to be somewhat fluid. Now, I say somewhat fluid, meaning I'm not going to give excuses. I'm not going to allow my excuses to keep me from hitting my goals. But I say somewhat fluid because as you're first starting to set goals, real life happens sometimes. And sometimes you have to back up and say, okay, I don't feel, I thought this was a realistic goal, but it's not. Or I thought this was going to be a stretch for me and it was easier than I thought it was going to be. And so I need to set a bigger goal next time. So we learn, we, we become more proficient in goal setting. The more you do it, the more you succeed, the more you fail, the more you figure out. If you have a piece of paper, uh, I often have them write S-M-A-R-T and then we just have it all filled out this way. Um, again, this is to set you up for success. success. What are your building blocks? looking like, building you towards your vision so that you can come in to fulfill the fullness of your purpose. Now, uh, there is one more episode that we are going to be talking about in how to master your goals. Uh, before we end here, I'm going to give you a couple of examples of SMART goals. Uh, uh, somebody might say, I want to learn to speak Spanish. That is a really great vision if they say, I want to learn to speak Spanish in 2021, but it's not a goal. If I want to turn that into a SMART goal, I want to set goals that are building blocks. So I know I have 12 months in order to learn to set, uh, speak Spanish. Now I want to set a goal that is specific, measurable. So when I say measurable, I'm not just saying, I'm saying I can measure my progress in the process, not just at the end. So I can say uh, my, my SMART goal is to take a two-hour course once a week uh, for every every week until the end of the year. Okay, so I'm, I'm just trying to throw one out there for you. So that's specific. It's measurable because I know I've measured it's two hours. It's once a week. Um, and so I'm not just measuring at the end, like did I, was I able to start speaking in Spanish, but I'm measuring my progress along the way as well. It's maybe, it's not relevant to me y'all, but uh, when I take a look at, oh, it's actionable because it's something I'm actually going to do. It's achievable. I'm taking a look at my season. Is it relevant to my purpose? Maybe I uh, have always had a passion to go to um, in the mission field and I want to learn how to speak Spanish. Maybe I'm involved uh, at an edu in an education and it would be helpful for me to be bilingual and have an understanding of how to speak Spanish. So it has to be relevant and slight, slightly risky because I've never spoken Spanish before. And it's timetabled in that I'm saying, not only do I want to be able to speak Spanish by the end of the year, but I'm gonna actually put um, points along the way at the end of every month where I'm going to timetable even more specific um, parts of speaking Spanish. So as many times as I can set up timetabled um, deadlines, for lack of a better term, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna do that as well. So lots of information, uh, but I wanted to give you that example of how I, uh, when I say I want to learn to speak Spanish in 2021, that's a really great vision, but it is not a goal. So I want you to break it down, specific, measurable, actionable, slash achievable, relevant, slash risky, 
and timetabled. This is how we set really good goals. And remember, they're all going to be written down. Now, I'm going to pray for you. And, uh, and I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Let's pray. God, we come before you in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you are specific with us. Um, God, you're relevant to who we are. God, yet you're slightly risky. And we thank you, Lord, that you have designed us, God, perfectly for the passions, the purposes, the visions, and the goals that you have in mind for us. So, God, we just want to partner with you as we begin to develop the building blocks to move us into our divine destiny. I bless all of those who are watching to be able to partner with you as they sit down and really begin to put on paper smart goals to build themselves into the fullest potential in Christ. And it's in the name of Jesus that I pray. Remember you guys, enforcing purpose, it starts with you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can also find me on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, or you can check out my other podcast show, Enforcing Purpose with Lisa Schwartz. For general information or resources, head to my website at www.lisa-schwartz.com. Thanks for listening.